and welcome back. How are we getting on, everybody? Good. Um, today we're joined by a very talented artist. How about you introduce yourself, sir? Um, uh, I mean, I'm an artist and I live in uh, Mumbai, India. And uh, well, I, um, I'll wait for your questions to come along so that I can discover myself uh, through you. So, of course. So let's, I guess we'll, suppose, we'll start with your name. <laughs> Sorry? I said, I said, we'll start with your name. Yeah, sure. So what do you want to know about my name? No, like, how, how do you say it? How do you say it? So you say it as Aditya, which means uh, the king, the lord of the sun. It means uh, the giver of life. And um, if uh, you cannot pronounce it well enough, then it means you can say Adi, which is a short form, which most of my friends and family call. Okay. Yeah. That's a very unique game, actually. That's, that's really cool. Awesome. Yeah. But um, just going back to, you know, you being an artist, um, you have a very unique style. Um, it's very subjective um, to the viewer. And it even goes so far as you don't even name your art. Yeah. So what, why is that? Um, as I told you before, man, I, I feel like if I can uh, provoke a thought in the viewer, it's uh, better than a man coming... Uh, to an art gallery and uh, you know just looking at a piece of art and then reading about it then rather use their mind to it and see what they can see because you know at the end of the day when we were children we used to look at the clouds and everyone saw something different nobody yeah. saw the same thing so in that case uh, I feel like my painting is also very similar I scribble on a piece of uh, canvas or paper or anything that I have in front of me and I start seeing things so if I am in that process, I would like my viewer to also be in the same kind of process as me. Yeah, yeah. Um, which actually leads to a lot of unique designs. Um, we, have, we have a mutual friend uh, from Red Ramblings podcast. And, you know, rarely ever does he tell me that we need to interview someone. But, uh, you know, I could barely get away from him when I'm saying, lads, you just need to talk to this guy. He's, he's an artist. He's awesome. Message him right now. Um, so obviously you Thank guys you. had a good interview. Yeah, man, I think so. I mean, I haven't heard it, but uh, yeah, I hope. So. Well, I suppose you were there first. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, apparently he loved it. Um, yeah. So I, I was on your website and I was reading uh, some of your stuff. And you say when you approach the canvas, you have nothing in your mind. You just go at it. Yeah. So you kind of just walk up to it and start doodling. Yeah. Um, okay. So going back to why, why, why do you do that? I mean, man, the most beautiful things happen without a plan in life. They don't happen, you know, when, I mean, everything spontaneous is always beautiful. As long as it comes out, it can be fucking terrible as well, you know. But yeah. I mean, as you know, the beauty when, when the beauty of creation can only come when you're spontaneous. The difference, what I say between an artist and a painter is that an artist will always go. I feel like I am an artist because I, I, I have a conversation with my piece. I don't let it be only my, my words. You know, yeah. I say something, then the canvas says something back and then it's to and fro, you know. It goes like that. Other than that, a painter will always have something in mind. You sketch it down, you sit with it, you know. You need to create life in that moment while you paint. Yeah. yeah. If you get what um, I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I kind of get it. 
Um, yeah. Obviously not an artist myself, but I, I understand what you're on about. Um, those those pieces behind you are those you are those yours? Yeah, everything's mine, Neil, man. They're beautiful. Thank you, um, thank you. Thank actually, you. as far as I know, Red now has one of your paintings behind him at all times. In yeah, his, he uh, has podcast. my yeah. He has a print of my painting. The painting yeah. here, but yeah, he has a print of it. Yeah, yeah it's obviously that obviously that good, but uh, yeah, Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just yeah yeah um, <laughs> what uh have you always been painting have you always been drawing like what got you into this kind of nah man so uh my art teacher in school uh he didn't really like me so in that sense i didn't really like art after so what happened was uh you know in in the old days uh when uh when i was in school they used to ask us to you know, you can be free, you can do whatever you want, you can express yourself. So I was so frustrated with that man that I went out and I literally told all my friends to stamp on my paper and then I gave it to them. And eventually, of course, I failed, as humbly as I can say it, I failed in art. But uh, what happened later, say when I was 18, uh, I was scribbling on a piece of paper and my friend told me I had nice lines. And at that time, I didn't know what that meant. And... uh, he told me to go to an art shop and get yourself some charcoal and go home. And I was very, you know, I, I always try new things. I don't stop myself from trying anything new. So yeah. say if it's an acting class, if it's, a, you know, guitar, piano, anything, singing or anything like that. I've been doing that since I was a child. So um, I went to the shop, I got something back and I sketched something. And um, my dad came home and he asked me where I bought it from. So I said I made it, and then after that, I mean, yeah, after it all started as a hobby, obviously, but it never left me after. Yeah. Yeah, and you do it as a career now, right? Yeah. Yeah, which is uh, very fortunate. A lot of artists don't actually get to make a full-time career out of it, which is unfortunate. There's a lot of yes. talent out there that doesn't get used to its full potential. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you, your teacher didn't like you at all, so you kind of went, fuck you. <laughs> And did it yeah. good. Like, I, I didn't go. I didn't go. Fuck you to him. I mean, I yeah. went fuck you in my assignment, and I said, "Here, yeah. bro, this is art. This in this is my art. If you're saying that you can do whatever you want, art is freedom." At the end of the day, I did my piece. You can't fail me for that, too. Anyway, yeah, yeah I love him now, though. <laughs> yeah, because obviously, you do it now just to spite him. But you know, art as a subject is definitely a tricky one. Uh, I know we have it in Ireland. Um, I don't know other European countries that do it um, as much as we do. But, you know, the idea that the, the teacher is grading you on what is considered to be good, like it's only from their perspective. Yeah. You're getting one person's perspective on what art should be versus, you know, say the three of us or the group said what the standard was. Yeah. So, I mean, they can't, I mean, as, yeah, if, I mean, they have to pass and fail you, right? You need to be graded in school in some way. So they need to have some way of telling you if you're doing it right or wrong. So either take art completely off, you know, the surface of education, or I mean, incline it in such a way that there is no, there's literally no wrong or right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And obviously you're an artist. Um, Like, what would you do if if you were in charge of that? If you said, all right, lads, we're going to do art differently. Here's how we're going to do it. Bro, I just have fun, man. 
I just make sure, and for people who don't have fun can go home. People who have fun with art will become artists at the end of the day, or paint. But how would you grade it? I wouldn't grade it. That's what I said earlier. It doesn't need to be graded. Art cannot be graded. So I'm. That's why I said that either have art out of the education system, thoroughly out, or I mean, just don't grade it at all. I wouldn't yeah. grade it, man. I can't. I am no one to judge. If I judge myself in the start, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Yeah. 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 Well. I understand that perspective, but I do think to encourage people to do it, you have to make it, you have to reward it. So if I have to do six subjects, which is what I have to do in Ireland, I, I wouldn't say, hey guys, just go at it and good luck. I think there has to be some way of grading it. Um, maybe like how they explain it themselves would be super relevant to it. But definitely the way we have it at the moment isn't the best. Dude, but, but when it comes down to grading it, it comes down to the same parts that you're going to take another artist to. And all the 50 of them, if you see a genre in music, you see so many people in hip hop doing extremely well, right? In art, if you see people, if, if he's an impressionist, there'll be at least two or three, you know? It's not about a yeah. hundred or 200 or 300 people who are, and people listen to that kind of music. So if you want to do something, or if you want to be an artist, the first thing that you have to do is be different. And that cannot happen by grading someone, right? Through another person's lens. Yeah, I get you. Hmm. Um, yeah, that uh, definitely changed my perspective. <laughs> um, yeah, I wouldn't talk about it with music as well, but you, you said earlier you dabble in music too. What else do you do? Like, yeah. You're obviously not like just sitting in there painting all day. No, I am sitting in here painting all day. I'll just oh. show you. Like this <laughs> fucking oh, wow. filled, yeah, just filled with work and my walls. And like it's very impressive. All around, I am sitting at home painting all day. Um, it's you like said, I, said I mean, I mean, people ask me, man, uh, don't you get bored of painting? And then I ask them, don't you play get bored of like playing the PlayStation? You know. I mean, it's the same thing for me, man. It's just fun. It's exciting, and I love doing what I do. So I do it as much as I can. Yeah. yeah, you get to do it for a career. You know, kind of the way to have it. People, people who have passions like yours that don't get to pursue it as a career, you're one of the lucky ones. You know? Yeah, uh, man. I yeah, but yeah, that's that's extremely true. And uh, I would also put my luck in a perspective of with a lot of hard work on the side. Yes, you know, and yeah. like going to people, meeting people, showing them my work. It just not come out of nowhere, you know. And no, you need no. to know that I can be, I, I can be blessed to have a little bit of a gift that I do yeah. in a way. Everyone does, but I found mine. So I'm lucky enough in that perspective, but it doesn't mean that, you know, I, I mean, I'm struggling too, man. It doesn't mean that, I mean, who's going to buy art in a fucking pandemic, right? Yeah. Except for, thing. except for red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except um, for that dude. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. Well, he's a character. No, I, I, yeah, I, for sure. I love that guy. Um, <laughs> it's so cool what he does. He interviews people from all across the world. But like I've said to him a couple of times, um, you probably thought about this too. There's 195 countries in, a, in this little blue marble of ours. What does he do when he hits them all? It's a big question. Like he's going to eventually get to all these countries or when he can't get a North Korean on and he can't get <laughs> like someone where he obviously can't talk to them. Like, what does he do? Contacts Kim for a podcast. 
Yeah. <laughs> Kim, are you still are you still alive? I'm sure uh, he'll do something. He'll start picking out on like states and then he'll do little villages. He'll figure it out, I'm sure. Yeah, I think he actually wanted to do something like that, go into small areas. Because yeah. yeah. I know at the moment he's hitting on like uh, Wales, Scotland, Cornwall, uh, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Mm. But that's not a bad idea. He could even do Northern Ireland. Yeah. Um, we're the best Irish. No. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you, you live in India and there's a fucking huge population. You guys, yep. you guys like to do a bit of business. But uh, how's, how's the COVID response been? Man, I mean, uh, uh, for my family, in that sense, it's been uh, not that bad because none of us have got it. But uh, I mean, in the slums and everything, I, I, I think that it's, uh, it's, it's extremely controlled because I feel like most of us are already immune to it. I mean, not most of us, but people living in slum areas because they've gone through much more harder shit than COVID, man. Yeah. I mean, they go there. And like they live in such, yeah, they'll, yeah, they live in such dirt and they'll drink dirty water and you know, right, like a man could die from that in one second. So if they live like that, I mean, COVID is like, I don't know, just a sneeze maybe for them. But like, yeah, other than that, it's, it's, it's pretty bad, dude. We have around, I think, 70,000 to 80,000 cases. But uh, I think I read somewhere that only zero point, uh, I think, I think two or three percent are on ventilators. Other than that, it's pretty Fine. Two or three percent what? Are on ventilators are very extremely oh, severe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And well, I'm not sure about that. I read it somewhere. So no, 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 that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I suppose I've never thought about it like that. If you're living in an area that's not doing too well, your immune system will be a lot more powerful um, than someone like me who lives a very happy home. Yeah. Very happy. No, for sure, man. You come to India, you'll be in the in the toilet for a long time. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. We'll be shitting yeah. bricks, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I never really thought about that. That might be why, like, some places you think would do terrible with it have been doing okay with it. Like, a lot of Africa has been fine, and they were very confused as to why for a long time. Yeah. Like, how did it demolish, uh, like, Italy, uh, where people are pretty healthy? Like, they live in the yeah. Mediterranean, so they're healthy as is. But then in different parts of Africa, they were barely even noticing it. Yeah, exactly. You wonder. Um, yeah. Mm. It's, been, it's been a weird time, man. How long have you been in lockdown? Or are you in lockdown? I mean, I was in lockdown uh, for, I think, two or three months. And other than that, it, uh, Bombay, Mumbai just opened recently, I think a week or two ago. And uh, people are going out, man. I mean, I went for dinner and shit like that. So, okay. uh, yeah, gyms have nice. opened, theaters are opening, everything's better. Slowly. Yeah, we got to hope for some kind of normality at some point. Yeah. It is certainly... This is, yeah, this is the new normal, man. Yeah. Um, definitely a weird one. Did you see that? Uh, <laughs> I know Hollywood are now making a film about COVID, but like... Oh, I'm it's sure. In, it's in the future, which is like... Capitalizing off what we're going through right now is a bit. It's like it's a bit dodgy. Like it's too soon. Like would they would made a nine eleven movie right after nine eleven, or during nine, like during it. It's it's weird. Yeah, uh, it's very weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's like making a World War Two movie during World War Two. It's just like give it some time. You know, 
you make it a movie about COVID and like we're still here in COVID. Yeah. But um, and it's fear factor that will play into it. And people want to go see it because they'll think, oh, this is actually going to happen. It's like it takes place in like 2023. They're calling yeah. it COVID 23. It's so dumb. Well, we have a, we have a friend, uh, Maddie Tires, and she's in a movie that's being done over Zoom, and which is a pretty oh, cool yeah. concept. And, I've heard uh, about this. I've heard about this. They're do, they're doing um, it where like an asteroid is hitting the Earth, but they're still in order, and they talk about how COVID affected them. Like, oh, we're just out of COVID, and here comes the asteroid kind of thing. Um, but a lot of places have done this um, COVID movies or movies in a uh, Zoom. Mm. Uh, yeah. David Tennant and some other guy did it uh, pretty recently. That one was well received. But I think after you see one do it, okay, that's very cool. But when you see like tens, hundreds of places doing it, it gets a bit like, okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, my knowledge of India is not too too good, to be honest. I know Alexander the Great. That's all right, man. You there. just need to. This is a country you just need to come and dive into. You know. Yeah. You to, if but, you really need to have an experience in life that you never had before, you come down. I'll also be there. I'll take you around. But uh, don't, 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 no need to fucking read about India before you come here. Just come here, dive in, and I'm sure you'll leave a change, man. There's this, there's this weird fear, and I think it's very present in Western tourists that if they go anywhere in like say Africa or or Asia or even parts of Oceania that it's just dangerous no and man i know i know and i know you yeah. i know it's not but there is yeah. a fear like even going to turkey some europeans yeah. get terrified yeah um going to central or even go to mexico some americans are scared of going there yeah uh, so yeah it's kind of a weird one we never really get asked for Hey, go go on a holiday in India. Yeah, don't go for a holiday, man. Go for self-help. Go for some self-discovery. You know, yeah. you don't go for an holiday. Even if you want to go, I mean, we have the best of best. And we have the worst of worst. Oh, you have and the best food. Gonna, yeah. Oh, the we best. have the best. Of, yeah, yeah. For I sure, ordered man. Indian food a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> what are you eating? Oh, I don't know. My parents are grabbing it and I just no, 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 surprise no, 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 You're getting a doner kebab. Come on now. Off with that. <laughs> He's not getting any. <laughs> no, I've I've been here. I have to give a code so we can get a discount, and then they're surprising me. Uh, a doner kebab would be nice, though. Um, but I think isn't a kebab more of like a Turkish or Greek thing? Yeah, it's not an Indian doner kebab. Is not kebabs are yes. Yeah, it's yeah. more of a yeah Arab thing. Yeah, uh, I know in Greece they're like gyros. They use they use uh, pork in them rather than whatever the fuck they use in the Turkish ones. Um, I had those when I was in, in Greece and that was that was a unique experience. It just tasted like bacon. It was just... It was, it was a good time, lads, I'll tell you that. Uh, but yeah, it's weird how many cultural differences there are from us and, uh, and you, but how similar we are. Um, exactly, yeah. You know, both both suffered under the British Empire a long time. Yeah. Um, we both got our independence pretty pretty close together. Um, when when did India get independence from the UK? Oh, I think nineteen forty seven or nineteen fifty two. I'm not really yeah. sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
and uh, it's definitely a weird one because apparently, as far as I know, you know, the idea of India didn't even exist before the British got there. It was a bunch of different kingdoms. But, yeah. And that the thing is, there's no Indian language. It's different languages everywhere. It's yeah. a big place. Yeah. Um, so what's that like? Like, you speak I English mean, right now, but what's I, your like secondary language? Or your I mean, uh, we, we all do speak in English and then we speak in Hindi. Which is, uh, yeah, which is uh, most of, uh, most of India, I think, speaks in Hindi and English. I mean, we are, I think, the second most uh, largest um, speaking, uh, English-speaking country in the world. Yeah. I think after the United States or after England or something like that. And, uh, I mean, we're pretty good at English, man. It's not a, it's no, I mean, people I'm sure from outside are pretty shocked when, you know, we speak well. Uh, something like that and uh, yes other than that uh, uh, I was traveling with a friend to uh, the south of India man I felt like I was in another country because I couldn't understand shit and that guy needed my help you know to travel around and like locate and I was like as lost as him so that's how it is in different parts well it's a bit a big place man it's a big place yeah we live on yeah. a tiny island yeah um, yeah it's a spec. It's a spec. I love, love, love to visit, dude. Sometimes. How big is the Indian population? Is it, is it one or two billion at the moment? I think it's one point seven or something. One point seven. Just in comparison, yeah. there's four million people living in Ireland. <laughs> four million. Well, there's five, five times five point three. There's a five, five point three. It's like, you know, nothing compared to India. It's it's tiny, but yet you know our yeah. KFC lines are still miles long. I tell you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we definitely live in two different places very similar um, in some points but we've had this problem in Ireland ever since the British got here which was 600 years ago that our native language kind of died like we me and Thomas speak a little bit of Irish most people know it are people fuckled a few words but it is a dying language as a result of uh, British rule in India has, has there been anything like that like has there been no. native down. No man, I, I no, not like that. But uh, say dying in the upper class, maybe he, uh, the the Indian language is dying because we're also following the Western culture now. Yeah. So it's dying in the upper class, but it's always there wherever it is. It's, it's now. I don't think it's going to die so school soon. Anyway, we have a lot of uneducated people in our country. So uh, as long as they don't get the education, they don't know English, and like that's never going to die. Especially, I mean, with the cops and shit, man, you need to know your. You know, Hindi and Marathi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just wondering because, you know, it's very much possible like something like that could happen. Mm. Uh, but you're saying in the upper class it's dying down. But I, I know in India it's more like... Your voice just cracked again. Can you repeat yourself, please? Yeah, you kind of pause for a second. Um, I mean, this is what happens when you're doing an interview from two different sides of the world. Yeah. Um, you know, it's so awesome we can do stuff like that these days. Yeah. yeah, true, man, true. Like, we would never have met, like, 50 <laughs> years ago. Yeah, I'm sure we'll meet in the future, 20. man. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Um, yeah, myself and Thomas would love to go around and see all these cool places. Oh, I would in, in terms of, what was I talking about, lads? Oh, man. Oh, yeah, the upper class and middle class and lower class are very, very, obvious in um, Indian culture compared to other places around the world and yeah. what, what do you think that is like you guys are very class based 
Like, I, I had a friend, um, uh, she's from the town, but she, her parents are from India. Occasionally she goes back and she says, like, it, it, it's very extreme there in comparison to here. Like, you wouldn't know if someone is struggling to keep the lights on here versus yeah. someone who's, you know, rolled around with money. You can barely tell the difference. Yeah. And I mean, uh, you have uh, you have the richest, uh, you have one of the most expensive houses in the world, uh, which is Mr. Ambani's, which is, I think, worth $1 billion, billion dollars. That's and awesome. which is in yeah in Mumbai, and uh, across that you'll have people who uh, live just right across, like say like a five minute walk, will be like people staying in uh, a one bedroom, at at least fifteen people or ten people staying in one bedroom. So I mean, that's the case right now. Wow. Yeah, that's a rough one. We're talking to yeah, you. but it's just all the corruption, man. It's 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 uh, that's another long story which can go on another podcast someday. We're that's talking it. about overpopulation yesterday, and it's like it's really bad for you guys out there. Like, did you say did you say ten to fifteen people living in like one bedroom? It's horrible. Bedroom, and that's why you know what happens is that India is such a crowded place. Even if you have space. They're so used to living with so many people around them that they'll come next to you, you know. They want, because they've always been with so many people around them. So everything will be very, like, congested in a way. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. You know, even the cars, even the cars, the distance is literally, like, so much. One to the other, the distance of a car is also, like, so much. It won't be, like, yeah. normal, dude. Mm. Yeah, you should so, come and drive, man. I'll, I'll give you my car. You should drive around in India and see what kind of a heart attack it is. <laughs> Crazy. I'd love to. Uh, <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be pure carnage. But are, are you saying like people are a lot more friendly in India because they live with such a large amount of people? Man, I feel like India has a lot of heart. It has a lot of culture. It has yeah. a lot of beautiful people. And on the other side, it, it is not as scary as I mean. I I mean, it is. It, some of the places are. I wouldn't like to name any. Uh, but like some of the places might be, but like if you if you come to the right places, you meet the right kind of people, which I'm sure I'll make you do, dude. I swear to God, my my friends. I I mean, I went for a trip to the south on my own. I made a lot of friends from like say England, America, whatever, etc. I got them all to Bombay, and I mean, I they've themselves said that they've never met such beautiful people in their entire life. Plus, yeah. I mean, the, you know, they the, these are the kind that get you back to noticing how to appreciate the small things and you know eventually you learn how to forget them but if you meet such people you come back to where you really started to be happy and you can go again and you know recreate what happiness yeah. might be for you yeah yeah well yeah you better start booking plane tickets dude <laughs> <laughs> i don't even think we can leave our own country at the moment i don't think we can We're no but sure man after after a few years Ah, yeah. We're yeah. Co- safe. Sure. Well, when COVID's over, that'll be about what five years from now. I remember oh, trying God. to re- reassure my girlfriend, saying, "Honey, it's only going <laughs> to last about a month, maybe three months." And oh God, do I feel like a fool? Um, oh, it's ridiculous. Because you know, like, man, I, I really, I really thought COVID's going to disappear in like two months or three months, man. I'm sure. Did you also? Oh yeah. Like, I yeah, thought we, were, we were off school. Yeah, everyone did, right? I, I thought I was the only stupid one. Man. 
it's not going anywhere. Like, Ebola and Zika virus did not last this long. They never really got far out of their origin. Um, yeah. But here we are now, and oh god. And we should have <laughs> we should have listened to the people at the time saying, you know, yeah. eventually it's going to be a virus and it's going to get past all this stuff. It's it's going to be bad. Uh, yeah. Like. The thing with the Europeans and the Americans, I think it's very selfish, is we didn't give a fuck until it was at our doorstep. Yeah. Like, my, this is my own experience. Like, people from my town didn't care until it got into our county, like our, our region. Uh, it was in Northern Ireland first, which is like a separate country. And people didn't care. Not, not all too much. It was like, okay, it's got, you know, even, I think even Zika virus got up that far and then didn't get into Republic of Ireland. And yeah, here we here we are now. And uh, I I know people have had it. Um, yeah, we, we know people sadly passed away during lockdown. And you know the toll is not getting any better. Like I don't know what the case is in India, but um, here we've had a lot of people uh, commit suicide. We've had a lot of uh, increases increases in domestic abuse and. Child yeah. abuse—it's been yeah. a rough old time. It's bringing out the worst in some people, but also the best in others. Yeah, and it's New Year in like three months, man. Yeah, mm. hopefully it just literally just dies at that day. Yeah, you know the, the year changes and it's all fine. <laughs> I don't think so. But yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen, but let's pray. You can dream, Jared. You can dream. I can. I can dream. <laughs> um, yeah. But <laughs> go back onto you and your art, which is spectacular. Um, okay, so you, you, do, you, what are you, what are you laughing at? What are you laughing at before? <laughs> I'm trying to get on a more happy topic. I mean, I'm not laughing, man. I'm just amused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I amuse you, huh? You think I'm funny, huh? Um, <laughs> so obviously, your art is kind of a bit different to the way it's presented normally. You just go at it. You don't really go in with a plan and you don't even name it sometimes. So do you ever get criticism over the way you do it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, man, I'm, my, my work is pretty dark. I wouldn't say it's dark, but people say it's dark. But what I say is it, it's, it's like a walk at night, you know, yeah. when everything is as beautiful, but there's just a little bit of dim light. I mean, there's no light at all, but everything is the same. It's just that you can't see it unless you really put a torch on. So the torch is your soul. And if you can put that torch on and see the beauty in something, that is that is what the important part is. Other than that, man, living in a place like India, I mean, you know, where you're judged a lot for what you do. You know, when I tell people today itself that I went uh, to a, uh, I think, grocery store and that uncle over there, he asked me, uh, what do you do? So I said, I'm an artist. And he's like, what? And he's like, what have you studied? I said, fine arts. So he's like, what? Did you study finance? I said, no, I finally studied fine arts. He's like, oh, finance. I said, no, bro. I mean, chill. Like, I'm, I'm a painter. Yeah. You know, and like, just people just don't understand how you can make a career out of it. But like, I mean. I don't understand how you make a career out of it. And no offense, like, especially in, in India. I, yeah. I wouldn't think there's like a lot of money in the arts there. That's just cultural ignorance on my part, but. Like I normally think of Europeans and Americans being very artsy fartsy, and yeah. 
I, no, I, wouldn't, no, I wouldn't take it up being the case in India. No, no, there are a lot of artists in India. I mean, we come from a BH where uh, we make uh, the most amount of movies in the world. Yeah. We have uh, Bollywood. We have, maybe it's not a pure Jesus form of Christ. art, but it is, it is more of a commercial kind of space. But yeah. in that commercial space, there are a lot of creative people and there is a lot of creativity in India because of the, the less, lesser use of resources also that we have and what we have to make out of what we get. Yeah. You know, it's creative at the end of the day and it, it does touch and, and I'm sure a lot of lower class families have asked the most beautiful questions when I, it's not to me, but to my girlfriend who was there because I am mostly silent when my exhibitions come up because I like my work to speak for me. So, I mean, the most beautiful, you know, they cry and they come and, you know, they really live it because they've never seen anything like it. So it's very new to them. And yeah, yeah man. So if, if you just need to find the right people at the end of the day. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But just, just going back to you, you said this guy was your uncle and he was like, very just no, I didn't say. I mean, in India, we call an old elderly an uncle. Right. I mean, he was oh, just an old man. Right. Yeah, yeah right. sorry, sorry. <laughs> My bad. But he was very judgmental on what you do. Is, is that yeah. a big thing? Thing there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my my parents' friends come in sometimes and say, oh my God, is your son okay? I mean, why is he painting such dark things? I like painting whatever is inside me, whatever the darkness or, you know, any kind of sadness I like to let out. So I have, you know, the happiness inside me. You yeah. know, it's a form of meditation for a lot of people. But what they don't understand is they, oh, while you create a waterfall or a sunset, you're taking out beauty. You can be happy for that moment. But the pain that is inside, if you keep inside, you're going to suffer from it someday or the other, right? The anxiety yeah. or whatever you're going through. You're, you're so that is the most yeah, yeah. So the most pure frustration that you have, if that doesn't come out in any kind of form, then you will you will be a sadder human being than what I can say I am at this point. Yeah. Mm. So in terms of your mental health, it's definitely helped. Yep. Yep, man. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, so w with regards to the career-based outlook of, uh, I guess, elderly people, that is, that's still a thing here as well. I think that's a, that's a thing all over the world. Yeah. Um, as it's unfortunate, uh, I, we can't seem to just let people do what they want to do. Like it's not your job to see if they can make a career out of it. Um, I remember getting a bit of judgment for wanting to go into media, but you don't like, you realize how much work is in media. It was just that it was kind of artsy fartsy. Yeah. And like a big thing in Ireland is people doing a trade. Uh, people like being builders, being carpenters, stonemasons. Like, okay, I'll, I'll respect those guys. That, that's hard work. But for, for some reason, we if it's not like hard physical work, people don't take it as seriously. Yeah. So what do I have to do? I have to like bang my canvas and fucking hit it and shit. Yeah, get a really what heavy canvas and just be like, <laughs> what, yeah, around. exactly. What else am I supposed to do, dude? I run yeah. with it, run a kilometer with it, come yeah. back, start sweating, and I then start. I'm really good at that. I'm studying media studies in college right now, so I'm doing that. I'm gonna pursue that as a career, you know. And uh, <laughs> I live with my grandmother. <laughs> Whenever I tell her, she always asks me, like, "Oh, what are you doing now in college?" So I'm doing, I'm doing media studies. <laughs> And I'll always get the occasional, oh, that's good. Would you not become an engineer? 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to become an engineer just because of that as well. I was looking <laughs> at doing stuff in that loan uh, for media studies. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, you find the right people, you meet the right crowd, you, you work hard on what you do, and I think uh, it will reward you at the end of the day. Yeah. It's a lot of dedication yeah. has to go into Well, in a know? perfect world, that would happen. Mm. Yeah, yeah. you've got to make your world work. Right? Mm. Man, what a w- weird world we live in right now. What a crazy world this is, man. Yeah. Uh, ta- we're talking to you. Uh, in is it Mumbai you said? Yep. And you know we're here in the middle of nowhere in Ireland, and we're yep. having these great conversations, comparing our cultures and what goes on here. And you know we only met for the first time as of the moment this recording started. Mm. Yeah. Well, we we can be so open. Yeah. I, I really love it. Doesn't it. feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I suppose if I tried to explain that to someone. There'd be a lot of closed-mindedness and like, okay, well, why would you do that? Like, we wanted, we wanted to talk to you today because you're an artist. We've never spoken to an artist. Um, I, I have friends who want to pursue art, so maybe this would be a good episode for them to listen to. Um, to see from a guy who actually does this as a profession and is fucking good at it. Mm. And... I suppose you just said, yeah, because why not? Did you get offered like a lot of interviews or a lot of uh, appearances yeah, I on mean, podcasts? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. So uh, I, um, I also uh, very humbly come from a background of from like with filled with media people. So I do interviews here or there, but you can't be as open as, you know, I try my best to be, but like they all, you'd always need this huge filter. Mm in front of your yeah. face man yeah. there's just a lot of shit happening right now in india because of one actor who uh, unfortunately i i knew but he committed suicide apparently but now they're saying that uh, it was somebody who came and murdered him because he knew about somebody else's uh, molestation story and they said that she committed suicide but somebody threw her off and these are all political powerful people so all this shit is going on right now. So everyone needs to be extremely careful because people are going apeshit, man. Especially the lower crowd are like literally boycotting Bollywood. And you know, that is not... If you see, yeah, if you see uh, the trailer of Startup 2, which is a new movie, I think this is some, I think the first or the second most disliked trailer on YouTube after Baby, I think, Justin Bieber. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or after or before, but like there's just a lot of like you should read up this story about this story, man. It's, it's, his name is Sushant Singh Rajput. I'll text his uh, this thing to you. You should just read about it's it's insane. Yeah, it's well, insane. Over over here in the, I guess in Europe, we're not hearing about that. No, no, no. Like no, it's insane, bro. People are getting caught with weed and like fuck. All these big actresses and actors are like. You know, they're, they're checking their messages and putting them out in the media and saying that, oh, fuck, she's a drug lord. And, you know, they start drug uh, mafia. God knows what they're doing. Right. Uh, it, 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 I'll just send it to you. You can have a look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. yeah. Isn't it very uh, weird that we yeah, know it's... everything going on in the Western He's culture? He's stuck, what? Yeah. It's very weird that we know everything going on in the You're Western stuck. culture. And yeah. th- then they're like... You probably have no idea what's going on over in Ireland. We have no idea what's going on over in India. Yeah. 
Like, like I, my I, entire news feed is the United States election. Yeah. And like what, what I see, like every day I see, see about 10 influencers or celebrities saying, go vote. To me, an Irish guy who can't vote in their election, it doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I think an Irish uh, team played against Arsenal yesterday. Am I right? Sounds like yeah. I wouldn't know. <laughs> No, you don't watch football. Celtic no. played against Arsenal yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I know about what's happening in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All good. Yeah, well. Yeah, bro, you look like uh, Ben Affleck, Gerard. Sorry? You look like Ben Affleck. You think Doesn't he? Funny? A little bit? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I got to work with that guy kind of pretty recently. Yeah. You look like him and I, you look like a close friend of mine. Uh, not close, but a friend of mine. I sent you a picture. You are pretty similar, dude. Uh, it, t- it took you about four, 40 minutes to figure that out. I was probably just sitting there the whole podcast like, hmm. Who do you remember? Why do you, why do you think Red uh, likes me so much, man? Yeah. There you go. But I guess we've got to finish up on an artistic note. So... Um, there's a lot of artists out there who want to make it a career, but you know, besides some gimmicky stuff, it's hard. It's hard to do. To make it a full-time thing like what you do, what what advice can you give to people? Man, what what? So what I did was, man, not listen to anyone. You know, at the end of the day, you are also being a little cynical about the art career that is going to happen. So if I ask them to listen to me right now, it will be contradicting what I'm saying. So just don't listen to anyone, man. Just do what you fucking want to do and just go Yeah, but your, your perspective is different. You're not someone's uncle saying, just go be an engineer. You're an artist Yeah. talking about art. You know, you actually yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, I mean, man, if you're, if you're, if, I mean, if you go into this spectrum, which is a whole universe, I mean, what was the first thing that you saw when you opened your eyes? You know, color. What was the what was taught to you? Language is a man-made thing, you know. This is taught by humans. The only thing that you see and comprehended in that state was sound and color. So the most beautiful feelings that come out of you are music and art. So if you can go back, you know, reverse yourself into that space and start creating. And I mean, do whatever you want, man. I'm not going to ask anyone, or force anyone to go and be an artist. But I feel like if you start creating, it can be the most beautiful thing. You can literally be reborn. I The day I started painting, I think was 7th April. So I have like a rebirth day and I celebrate on that day. Like I celebrate my birthday on that day. Because yeah. the, the day I was born, people made me who I was. So that's not who I am. I am the person who I made after I started painting. Yeah. So just go for it, man. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to anyone. I mean, figure it out, dude. It's, it's, Don't it's listen to the great advice from an artist. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to anyone. <laughs> Don't listen to anyone, bro. Go for it. Go for it. And I appreciate what y'all are doing as well. As, as um, I mean, on a smaller scale for sure, but like, uh, keep it up. And uh, anytime you need any help or any kind of like advice or any, if I can like come over and meet you all soon, I would love to do that. And I hope yeah. to see you all soon, man. It was a beautiful conversation that I had with you. Yeah, it, we, we have a couple of friends who are artists. And we might actually direct them on to you uh, if they're interested. Yeah. 
bit advice. And I'll send you, I'll send you some of my work, man. So uh, I don't think I post a lot on social media. It's all only my sketches. I'll I'll uh, forward you some of my work, my paintings, and you can have a look at them. And yeah. if you feel like writing about them or anything like that, you can do that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, any help? I'm always there. And come to India soon. Of course. Um. So if anyone wants to check you out, uh, where can they find you? Uh, right now on Instagram, which is uh, Aditya Singh Art. Which yeah, that's my page. Other than that, I'm not anywhere else. So. Yeah, and he's got a very interesting page. So, if you like this conversation, you like the guy, you know where to find him. Check him out. So, if you made it this far in the video or the podcast audio version, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, tell your grandma about the podcast, take it handy. Also, big up Red's rambling. We love you. Love you, Red. <laughs>